This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. Filling in is Andy Pate, party of choice. And welcome to hour number three on Rush to Reason. I am Andy Pate, of course, filling in for John Rush along with Tanner Coleman. And hey, before we get to the uh, white national anthems, <laughs> um, there are people still thinking that because we've had now several of these balloons or whatever they are, you know, incursions shot down, there are literally people asking the white house are these extraterrestrials okay folks if you're asking that i'm just going to say it you are a moron i'm not going to be nice you're a moron you're dumb you lack intellect okay let's think about this for a moment tanner let's say that there are extraterrestrials that would mean that they came here from way far away right with technology that is okay think about this They traversed the great depths of space to get here. And they've gotten here and somehow are remaining almost entirely unseen. You could say, well, they're seen by this grainy photo or whatever. But that's it, right? So they are almost entirely cloaked and they are uh, able, you know, they're lightning speeds, right? Because they always say that they they move like lightning back and forth and all this. And, you know. And for some odd reason, by the way, they decide absolutely to have no impact whatsoever on our lives because they've had no impact whatsoever on our lives. It's so funny. There are people who say, how can you believe in God? He does nothing. You know, I haven't seen him impact the human race. I would disagree. But they would say that and then they'd say they believe in aliens. Right. They've done nothing with us. Nothing. If they do exist, they're not They're They're, they're like lazy they're welfare aliens, okay? They, they just don't do anything. But think about this. If they are of that technology and they came here, could we shoot them down? I think if they had that much technology to go trillions of miles, yes. they just have like a force field against whatever, you know, missile or whatever we would throw at them. They would just be able to deflect it or just take the hit and then heal the, the giant ship back, whatever. We haven't gone to Mars, right. Right. okay? They, I mean, you know, we, <laughs> with people, you know. Right. They, if they've come here, if they have, folks, we couldn't shoot them down. I'm sorry. They would be so would far us. technologically advanced beyond us. And for whatever reason, they don't want to have anything to do with us. And looking around a lot of mankind lately in some elections, I can't blame them. <laughs> okay. Ah, the Black National Anthem, that sounds horrible. Now, I am joking with these. Of course, I do not want a White National Anthem. But if we had one, let's have a few examples. Are you ready? Here we go. Here we go. 
Yes, this is the wrong country. But I think we can agree Canada is very white. What do you think? hundred uh, percent. They are white. I mean, if uh, I have rarely seen a whiter nation than Canada. Maybe a few European countries, but yeah. Okay, so that's my first one. Uh, here's my second one, and I, I think this is a pretty good choice. And by the way, I want you to imagine people at a game singing this because it's going to be a little peppier. Okay, right. here we go. Yeah! The theme song from Friends. What do you think? I mean, I loved the show, so I'm, I'm getting for it. Yeah, I, I think that when you, when you look at that, I could, first of all, see people really getting into it and having a lot of fun. And, you know, and it's definitely very white. That's a really white show. Okay, let's go back in time. And... Uh, <laughs> If you okay, what do you think? Is that a white national anthem? Can you imagine everybody trying to sing? Now, it'd be a little <laughs> difficult because, you know, the girls would have to do their part. The guys would have to do theirs. But and it's also, look, look America's a nation of risk. Risk takers. Mm-hmm. Take a chance on me. What do you think? I, I think those are all great selections. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of hard because you'll. I was just looking up best uh, white national anthems, and, like, they're all just very either a little more feminine songs or a lot more just like Sweet Caroline, which is already like Philly's national anthem, I believe. Okay, well, how about a national anthem where you don't even have to sing? You whistle. Here we go. Okay. The Andy Griffith Show theme song. What do you think? I can't whistle, so I I would have to take a step back. But I think it would be great. Yeah, I I think that I could see an entire stadium full of people whistling the Andy Griffith song. What do you think, Charlie? Would that be a pretty good uh, white net? We have a listener who has one. Oh, okay. What is it? Yes! And you see, to do this, every, they would have to make a little more space in the stands so everybody could line dance. <laughs> what do you think, Charlie? I think that that's incredible. I think. Uh, let me do another one here, one more. And this one's just wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway. This is Foreigner. Remember that group? Love Foreigner. Yeah. I'm just a dirty white boy. Dirty white boy. <laughs> It was actually a very good song. Uh, <laughs> okay, that was that was wrong. But I think maybe we should not divide us up and have our own national anthem. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we're the country where we let anyone which, from which any country did, come. Which one did you like, though, the best? What do you think was I the mean, best white national anthem? I really liked the ABBA one, just because <laughs> I, I can't relate to that song, but like... The don't like don't stop believing, living on prayer songs like that. Just like I feel, yeah. so patriotic. Sweet home Alabama, but like, sweet home Alabama. That that's a good. Amazing. There you go. The theme from Rocky. Oh, yeah. Dun 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 dun. dun that would be <laughs> classic. 
<laughs> you know, guys, I like having the one national anthem. Mm-hmm. And I love having a country where, where uh, let's face it, where slavery came to die. Right. Slavery came to our beaches. Yes, it was part of our founding. Guess what? It was everywhere. Okay. And it came here and died. Whereas slavery is still going on in much of the world. By the way, in some countries that uh, Democrats really seem to think are pretty good countries. You know, child slave trade and so forth. We think that's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. All right. So I took my shot. I did my best. To create a no, I I don't I don't think we're gonna do that. I don't think we're gonna have a white national anthem. Right, because then we're gonna have a Hispanic one, an Indian one. Well, the, yeah, there's another Korean. thing. You see, well, why are we giving short shrift to the Hispanics? Okay, I don't know what would be a good Hispanic national anthem. I don't have a clue, but I'm sure it would sound great. But it would be divisive again. A hundred percent. You know, Asian. I mean, you nothing. could go for every nation. Jewish. We- we could do a whole Super Bowl of anthems. Yeah, we wouldn't have time for the actual Super Bowl, right? But you know, but we'd have a lot of medleys, and we could. Everybody needs to have their national anthem. We have, we need a gay one, of course. Need a gay national. Well, that one's easy. We are the champions, right? Would you all agree? <laughs> Dancing Queen, <laughs> back to Abba. Way to go, Charlie. Charlie calls it Dancing Queen. Oh, gosh, I give up. Let's stick with the one. I think that that's probably the way to go. Definitely. Folks, let's unite. Let's not divide. Let's cherish the fact that America has become a place that ended slavery, not prolonged it. Yes, it was here when we were here, when we started, and then it went bye-bye. And that is a wonderful thing because no human being should ever, 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 and I wish they knew this in some other corners of the world, ever own another person. It's evil and wrong. Agreed? Agreed. All right. Up next is somebody who's not evil and wrong. That is Flesh and Beck, Kevin Flesh. That's F-L-E-S-C-H. He's ready for court, so your opponent knows you're not bluffing. Call Flesh and Beck at 303-806-8886 or go to fleshlawfirm.com. Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you have been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a jurist perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people hear evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one that's hurt, you have a good idea what you think it's worth. The question is, Can you persuade those other individuals, whom you don't know and weren't witnesses, to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Go to RustReason.com, click on Absolute, then click on Specials. You're going to see $200 off a new electrical panel or service upgrade, $50 off any service. There's too many deals to list here, so see for yourself. Just go to Absolute and or give them a call at 720-526-0231. Absolute technicians listen first. 1,300 Google reviews at 4.9 stars. 
is proof that you can trust. I'm Isaac. I'm the service manager here at Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. At Absolute, we pride ourselves on advising as opposed to telling. We don't do any repairs without talking to the customer first. So we always want clients to know what's going on, understand what we're saying, and make an educated decision for what they would like to do in their home to their HVAC equipment. We always like to set the table for what the client can expect while we are in their home. So that makes the homeowner comfortable with who's in their home, and it also helps us to communicate what we're recommending and why we're recommending it. We pride ourselves on high-level communication. Make sure you are heard. Work with professionals that listen. Schedule with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air now at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. And welcome back to Rush Reason, Denver's afternoon rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Tanner Coleman. And by the way, we had a listener call in with a, a very good idea for the Hispanic National Anthem. What is it? Macarena. Macarena! I can never... Everyone loves that song. That's true. Although I could never get the moves down. I, <laughs> I, I can't do that. I just, I can't. I think you know, I still got them. I like our national anthem because you just sit there with your, your hand over your heart, which allows you to be lazy, if nothing else, because you don't have to have any moves. And also, you're honoring your country. I mean, I, I love it. I was at a Nuggets game a couple weeks ago, and I mean, I got emotional listening to it, and we saw the Eagles coach crying. I mean, he talked about how he's imagined this moment for so many years now, standing there on the sideline, waiting for the Super Bowl to start, and he... I mean, just bawling, and I, I'd love to see that. You know, I was going to talk about an issue um, on waiting until you're married with Christianity. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pivot and talk about a different issue, and that's Lizzo. Okay, do you know who Lizzo is? Unfortunately. Yes, she's the um, very, I'll just say it, she's obese, okay, but she's proud of it. Right. All right, and she's very heavy and is a wonderful uh, wonderfully talented singer. Mm-hmm. And at the Grammys this year, she had a lot of uh, obese, very heavy dancers. Now, not all of them were heavy, but uh, some were very heavy. And I wanted to ask you something. I have no problem with, you know, with obviously whoever you are, live your life. Right. Okay. Doesn't matter to me. Lizzo, you're a wonderful talent. She is a wonderful talent. Yes. And uh, I'm, and these dancers were wonderfully talented. But I want to ask, is it sending the right message? It definitely is not. Um, it's sad to see how, since I'm young, I get, I get exposed to this a lot, especially on social media. I, every girl and most guys will tell a girl that they look great or they're beautiful, even if they're 400 pounds overweight, which is not technically true. However, if a man is that fat, he is body shamed and made fun of. Well, and so are women generally. Usually, but not anymore, at least on the social media platforms, especially these young adults. You see, here's the thing. And I would never want to fat shame somebody. Right, of course. You know, man, I love you whoever you are. Live your life, you know, and uh, I, I don't care. But I... I'm really troubled by the fact that we are lowering standards throughout our country. And people say, what do you mean? Are you calling fat, you know, being obese a lower standard? Yes, I am. It's not healthy. Okay. And 
you know, all all the kinds of issues that you have with your heart and your lungs, they're having to work so much harder if you're carrying all that extra weight. That's just a physical fact. And the biggest killer of the last couple of years during COVID was not COVID. It was what? Obesity. Mm -hmm. Why? Because COVID obviously attacks the lungs and then your lungs are already working much harder because of your extra weight. I, I think that we live in a nation right now where kids get participation awards just for showing up. Right. We've already lowered the standards dramatically. We've thrown out all kinds of testing. Right. Right. Uh, look at the and look at the test results that we've seen coming out of covid where kids didn't have to go to school. They mm-hmm. plummeted. We have lowered standards everywhere. And here's what I want to ask people. Forget about what others think when they look at you. I don't care. If they fat shame you, wrong on them. I'd like to shame them. Mm-hmm. They're wrong. Okay? And I'm not going to fat shame you. All right? Don't care. You live your life. But think about this. I want to know what you want for you. When you look in the mirror in the morning, you get up and you look in the mirror, what do you want to be? What do you hope you are? Do you want to have lower standards? Because carrying around a lot of extra weight is going to make you less comfortable and you're going to feel worse. Okay? You're not going to be happy with it. You do that is it evil? No, I got no, I guess gluttony, I guess, but that's a different level. You know, look, it's not, you, you are not going to be as happy as you can, but what we've got in America is a nation full of people, not just on this issue, but on many issues who have given up, right? They've given up on excellence. They've given up on excellence in business. They've given up on excellence in sports. They resent the rich. They resent the pretty. They resent the thin. They resent the whatever. Okay. Anybody who has anything that I don't have, I resent them or I idolize them because they're Thor, you know, and it's just like, you know what? How about looking in the mirror and being the greatness that you can be tomorrow? This is one thing I loved about when Donald Trump came along and he said, make America great again. Mm -hmm. What people didn't seem to understand is he wasn't being arrogant. He was looking at all of us and saying, you are the great. Be great. Be great when you go to that job at Taco Bell. Be great when you go to that job in that office. Be great, okay, when you compete in sports. Be great with your personal appearance. Be great with anything. Be great in your marriage and how you treat each other and how selfless you are. Be great with your children and how you raise them and how you challenge them. And don't give them a bunch of lowered expectations and then plop them down in front of Lizzo with a bunch of very obese dancers sending a message, this is beauty. No, you know what? Um, I, I'm sure she's a beautiful person and I love her and I, and I think she's wonderfully talented, but extra weight but guess what would she not be wonderfully talented and beautiful if she was thin exactly she no she'd still be wonderful and beautiful and all that so the extra weight does celebrating it i I don't want to shame it but should we celebrate it definitely not celebrate i mean i remember even when i was in elementary school 15 years ago i don't remember a single kid that was overweight and now it seems like half the kids are overweight and is that healthy for them definitely not are they happier that way Maybe when you're a child, but once you start getting into middle school, high school, that happiness pretty much turns into self-pity. And sure enough, like, I mean, being overweight's one thing, but being obese is completely different because your heart, your lungs, your body just has to work way harder. So it shuts down earlier, resulting in death at a lot earlier age. Yes. And what, what Lizzo and her dancers and her people are doing is they're celebrating obesity and they're looking at America and saying, Hey, man, go ahead and embrace this. This is just as good as being thin. Well, you know what? No, it isn't. And no one's saying that you got to be 
Taylor, what's her name? Swift. Taylor Swift, who really needs to pack on a few pounds, by the way. I Eat something. Taylor, wherever you are, please <laughs> get some ribs. Eat them. They're good. Um, but for crying out loud, it's not healthy. You shouldn't celebrate lower standards in anything. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's never been... I mean, people are... Every person can have their ups and their downs, but true beauty is usually based off appearance, and most people don't find that attractive, especially when they're in their prime years of their life. Right. I, I'm just saying, it's not something to celebrate. It is something to say, hey, still love you. Live your life. Live your freedom. That's fine. But I'm not going to celebrate that because that standard, guess what, is killing people. Right. And it's hurting kids. And if you set aside all the public um, acceptance of the lower standards, if you set all that aside, strip it away, and it's just you and the mirror, is that what you really want? I, she's even talked about how she sometimes hates that she's fat. Yeah. So, like, I mean, she contemplates it herself. I mean, how could you not? Right. You're a lot. You're bigger than most men. So, like, it's a hard thing to go through, I'm sure. But the fact that we're promoting it instead of, like, trying to, to help Lizzo or to help these kids is kind of sad because we already ha- are one of the fattest countries per capita. We are the most obese. I mean, se- over 77 million U.S. adults are obese. Right. And that's maybe... F- 33 to 40%, that's crazy. And again, I'm not asking for her to become Taylor Swift, but you know what? For her own sake and for her wonderful talent, because she's talented. Right. Okay, she's seriously talented. I hope she loses some weight and gets healthy. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, Hey, before we go to break, I want to talk to John from Cheyenne. He's got some words to say about the national anthem. John, which race do you want to pick for your national anthem? Just kidding. Oh, I was laughing. (laughs) But uh, the, the white national anthem should be Hank Williams Jr., Country Boy Can Survive. Oh, well done, sir. Well done. And then you, you, you had me laughing out loud. You know, if anybody else was in the house, they'd think I would have lost my mind. But um, when you said the gay national anthem, yeah, how about it's, how about it's raining men? <laughs> John, you are wrong. You are just wrong. Yeah, well, you know, that's I'm north of the border there, so we we are politically incorrect in Wyoming. <laughs> it's <laughs> raining, that. man. Oh, John, 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 John. We 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 got to get you some serious therapy. I'm just saying, you need help. No, no. That was funny, that's actually. What we're talking about. <laughs> well, thank you, you John. You were- yeah, just one other comment on the weight you were talking about. That yeah. My, my younger brother has had a weight problem. Yeah, really quick here, I, got, because I've known people with weight problems, too. Am I being too mean here? No, because I jumped on him because he's, what is he, uh, 56, I think, if I remember right. 56 or 57. And he, All right. He's six foot four, but he's well over 300 pounds. And I'm like, you got to lose some of this or you're going to drop dead of a heart attack. Yeah. And he's like, well, the doctor said I was okay, except I got a little high blood pressure. I said, yeah, if you drop 50 pounds, the high blood pressure goes away. And he, you know, so. And John, by the way, uh, if I may, if he's in his mid-50s, here's the big worrisome thing. What's it going to be like in his mid-60s? It's not going to get easier. No, it's not. I, I fought since I got out of the service and gave up running like a lunatic. I fought the weight, but. I haven't let myself get that far out of control. And still, 
you know, you take off your shirt and you look in the mirror and then all of a sudden, you know, you're like, really? Time to go on a diet. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, John, let me close it with this because I, I you know, yeah. I go to the gym and at the gym, there's all body types. There are people who are very heavy there and there are people who, you know, make me look horrible. Guys who would curl me, you know, they'd pick me up and like a little rag doll and throw me around. They're just enormously muscular. There are women like that, too, who would pick me up and throw me around. And that's fantastic. It's people at all ends of the spectrum. I don't see any judging or shaming. Everybody is all for one, one for all. Hey, man, wherever you are in your path, way to go. It's just great that you're here. We love you. Yeah, and that's what you got to do. I mean, you remember, I don't know if you remember from your Air Force days, there was always that guy in your unit that had trouble running. Yeah. And you didn't throw him under the bus. You encouraged him. You ran with him. Yes. You know, you did all the other stuff, and that's what's missing now. But we also, when we were in the service, had a standard that we had to meet. And it wasn't, you know, it was, this is the standard. We don't care who you are, what you are. You're going to meet this standard. And that's something that I think is gone from, we don't have a standard. You know what I mean? Last question before we go to break. When did that shared standard of excellence, which I love, by the way, when did it stop unifying us because it was exciting pressing for that together? And when did it start dividing us to where people became bitter about it? They would say, uh, my daughter will agree with me. She's a chief in the Navy. During the Obama administration, they started cutting standards. There you go. Uh, bottom line is, whenever it, I think it happened gradually over time. Bottom line, it came from the left. Oh, yeah. John, thank you so much. Wonderful Have ideas. And thank you, by the way, for your great national anthems. Well done. He was funny, wasn't he? Great guy. <laughs> it's raining, that. man. Okay, let's go to break. Jersey Joe's going to be waiting on the other side. Roof Savers is up next. There's nothing like seeing a dry, brittle roof suddenly look young and new after treatment from Dave Hart at Roof Savers. Oh, and it's tougher, too. That's really cool. Call Dave at 303-710-6916 or find him at RushToReason.com. You need a roof that is going to keep you and yours protected from the Colorado elements this winter. But having a reliable, functioning roof doesn't mean you should have to compromise your bank account. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we try to save every client from the expense of a costly replacement with a rejuvenation treatment. This 100% plant-based product gives you new roof performance without new roof costs. But sometimes a replacement is absolutely necessary. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your family. For any roofs that do not qualify for the treatment, we work with your insurance so you can get the replacement you need. Contact Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, today, and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com today to ensure your family is protected. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. 
Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. You should be flushing your water heater at least once a year. Scheduling routine maintenance with High Five Plumbing Now allows you to be frugal down the line. Keep your operational costs down over time by ensuring your water heater is functioning properly. When you don't regularly flush your tank, mineral buildup can mean that your water heater loses energy efficiency, increasing your gas and electric bill. A water heater flush with High Five is an easy-to-schedule service that is cost-effective in the future. With consistent maintenance, you can even extend the life of your equipment and stave off future plumbing emergencies. High Five Plumbing can save you money down the road with simple maintenance that you can schedule right now. Get on the books today by calling 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or by filling out a contact form at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Make sure to mention KLZ for a free in-home water quality test and a wave service fee for KLZ listeners only. Mom, why is it so cold in the house? Is the thermostat broken? The Public Utilities Commission approved another rate increase, and I can't afford the bill. Colorado families are struggling to make ends meet. It's time to hold the Colorado Public Utilities Commission accountable and take the burden off our families. Don't get cold feet. Turn up the heat on the Colorado Public Utilities Commission. Visit nomorerateincreases.com to make your voice heard. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. Brian Prendergast, owner of Premier Home Remodel, says that he works with integrity because there's no other way to go. When you choose Premier Home Remodels for your bathroom, basement, or kitchen remodel, you get transparent prices, communication, and progress updates every step of the way. Before Premier, Brian worked for another remodel company that overcharged for labor, marked materials up to 30% above market value, and frequently ignored building code. That's why Premier Home Remodels will never sacrifice what they believe is right just to make a profit. No markups, no unexplained fees, and no cutting corners. Everyone stepping foot in your home is fully insured and has 25 to 30 years of experience in their trade. Premier proves their integrity with a full inspection on the work and a warranty on labor of up to one year after completion. Call Premier Home Remodels now at 888-679-0288. That's 888-679-0288. Get your custom remodel done with integrity. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Tanner Coleman. Really quick here, uh, Dan Muir, he uh, texted me. He said, ABBA, I'm in! So Dan is down for ABBA being, you know, being our uh, white national anthem. If we have such a horrible, awful thing. Yeah, right. Okay, so there you go. Online right now is somebody who never wants a white national anthem, and that is Joe, Jersey Joe. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? And, and Tanner, I don't think we talked. How you doing? I, I was on once when you did this, and there's no way I'm going to try to attempt it again. <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> We're doing good. Hey, you, you can't do anyway. worse than I do. I, I suck. Okay. You that's... know, Corey, Corey does it great. She does, doesn't she? She does. 
By the way, you know, it's 7.30 here. You know, it's, it's late. We're two hours ahead of you. So, you know, we had our uh, uh, Valentine's Day dinner. Yeah, we had, uh, we had some prosciutto. We had some menegot. We had uh, some calamari and some scongili. So you know, that's traditional <laughs> oh my Jersey Valentine's Traditional Jersey Valentine's Day dinner. So. You see, in Wisconsin, we just have more cheese. Right. <laughs> and more beer. And there you go. You know, I mean, way, I, say it with I've cheese. A, go ahead. I've, I've got a partner who's uh, from Norway. And uh, you ever heard of Lutefisk? Of course, I ate lute, dude. I ate lutefisk as a kid. It's the worst stuff in the world. It's carp. It's salted and and rotten and brined or whatever. Lie, lie. Yeah, it's just the nastiest stuff. You, Tanner, you've got to try lutefisk once, and you got to say it, lutefisk, lutefisk, lutefisk. Right. It's a punishment for all children uh, um, of, yeah, of Norway. Yeah, it's awful. Just awful. Hey, I want, I want to talk about a bunch of stuff, but I want to start yeah. off with, um, um, I don't know if you talked about it already, but, you know, last week we had that 12-year-old kid uh, got shot after stealing the car. Did anybody talk about that? No, go ahead. Well, and uh, Tanner, you've heard that story, right? I, I wish I did. I don't think I have. It's crazy. Uh, last last week in Denver, uh, a guy gets his car stolen, but it's a modern car, and he's got one of these Find My Car apps. You know, gotcha. we can look at you. Know, if you lose you, you can see. Anyway, he sees where his car is. It's been stolen, but he sees where it is. He grabs a spare key. He gets his buddy to drive him over, um, you know, to where the car is shown on his phone, and he get they get there, and there it is. And his buddy blocks the car in, and he gets out of his buddy's car, and there's the thief is sitting in the car, and he starts yelling, "Get out of my car! It's my car!" The thief gets out of the car with a gun, starts shooting at him. Well, the guy brought his own gun, shoots back. You know how old the car thief was? How old? Twelve. Oh, my God. Now, Tanner, I'm going to read you a quote. And, and, and my question after I read you this quote is, do you think this, this boy had a father in the house? And here's the quote from a, one of our better-known senators. And here's the quote. He gave this speech on a Father's Day. Here's the quote. We know the statistics that children who grow up without a father are five times more likely to live in poverty and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of schools, and 20 times more likely to end up in prison. They are more likely to have behavioral problems or run away from home or become teenage parents themselves, and the foundation of our community are weaker because of it. You want to take a guess which senator said that? I know, but go ahead, Tanner. I mean, I can barely even tell you the difference between senator and all the other positions. Um, well, let's go with AOC. No, try uh, that white supremacist. Because I've been accused of being a white supremacist when I posted that quote. That was the noted white supremacist, Senator Barack Obama, oh. Father's Day, two thousand eight. Well, I mean, his statement was not wrong. No, and and I think, and I'm, and I. You know, I heard a, a, a statement from the mother about the death of her 12-year-old son. I didn't hear anything. I'm willing to give anybody 10 to 1 odds there was not a father in that home. Because can you imagine a home with a father that would have a 12-year-old kid out stealing cars and right. carrying a loaded handgun? It wouldn't, it wouldn't happen. You know, would, Joe, but, but, but here's the thing. And while we all, once again, you know, um, moms who are alone, right? Moms on mm-hmm. their own. We all celebrate them simply because of what they're going through in the hard work. But that doesn't mean we celebrate them being put in that position. Position. It would no. be much better if the guy stuck around, if he's not a jerk, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. yet we celebrate this. 
single motherhood. We celebrate it now, just like we celebrate it, like we were talking in the last thing, uh, obesity. Mm-hmm. We celebrate everything that hurts you rather than saying, hey, wouldn't it be better if you did? You know, if the guy actually, you know, stayed around and cleaned up his life and wasn't a jerk. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, and, and you know, here's my view on things. When you don't have a family, you don't have family values. When you don't have a family values, the problem in Chicago is that the gang becomes the surrogate family, and, oh, the gang's yeah. values, and the gang values become the kids' values. And the gang values are if somebody disrespects you, you shoot them. And that's, you know, and that's what I, I'm unfortunately, I think we're seeing. And I think it's overtaking every large city, including Denver. And I think you're going to see more and more of this. You know, know, and and Joe, people wonder why we act like animals. If the gang values become your, if that becomes your family, aren't gangs just about survival? Basically. On the street? Well, aren't animals just about survival? If all you're doing is surviving, what are you, Joe? You're an animal. You're an animal. Exactly. And what are we seeing in, in Chicago, on the streets of Chicago, or Baltimore, even worse? They just tear each other apart. Yeah, and Philadelphia, by the way, is uh, Philadelphia is neck and neck with Baltimore right now. St. Louis, Philadelphia, and Baltimore are neck and neck. By the way, the, the national homicide rate is hovering around five. You know what the home, Tanner, you want to guess what the homicide rates in some of those cities are I just quoted? Per 100,000? Per 100,000? Um, I would say 100. Close. You know, again, the national average is five. They're all north of 50. Yeah, but you've got to keep in mind the national average is driven up by them. That, that's right. You take those cities out, and the national average will be down about three and a half. So anyway, by the way, but that's a nice segue. I want to talk about, Yeah. Uh, you know, you had Friday, you had somebody on from the Chess, you know, uh, homeschooling program. Yeah. And I was given my uh, granddaughter a ride to, uh, she goes to junior college nearby, and, you know, and I started talking about, she was talking about her English. I said, well, any, any literature? No, no, we don't read books. So I said, you, have you ever read and I started rattling off books, you know, Old Man in the Sea, Red Badge of mm-hmm. Courage. Catcher uh, in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye, great one. Catcher in the Rye, uh, Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, which mm-hmm. by the way, was a great narrative of what slavery was like, you know, in, in the Deep South. Yeah. Um, uh, Call of the Wild, Jack Buck, uh, of Mice and Men, Macbeth, mm-hmm. uh, The Scarlet Letter, uh, Moby Dick, Animal Farm, 1980. She hasn't read any of them. And so how do you go through school? And not read any of those books. Now, there's two things. Lord of the Flies, you talked about gang. Lord of the Flies is just oh, yeah. an excellent case study. There's two issues. Number one, I developed a love of reading when I was young. I mean, you know, when I started reading early, I, I learned to love to read. But besides loving to read, my life is so much richer and my understanding of human nature is so much deeper for having read those. And then as you get older, you start to read books like, you know, The Grapes of Wrath and so on and so forth. I don't know how, are we raising a society of illiterate, uh, you know, not that they can't read, but they have no appreciation and understanding uh, of the human Well, and Joe, first of all, yes, we are. And secondly, uh, yes, I understand they can read, but you should see them write. And it's horrible. And I'm not just talking about kids. You know, in management, as you know, I'm retired. I, you know, I managed in casinos. But the people who were around me when they had to write something, write a report, write an incident report, write a, you know, write a letter, write whatever. Oh, my gosh. Their English abilities were horrendous, Joe. Horrendous. You would think they were in fourth grade. 
Uh, well, and unfortunately, and you're right. I've seen it myself, and I, I, I work with younger people, um, and I try to coach and mentor younger people, and their writing skills are just uh, abhorrent. Uh, but let me come back to homeschooling and public schooling. Yeah. Number one, if you're going to homeschool, please, please, please introduce literature into your kids' curriculum. You know, give them a, you know, one book a month. You know, what's the big, you know, what's the big deal? You know, part of your, you know, English, I had courses called English. Read a book a month as part of the homeschooling curriculum. Now, if your kid's in public school and isn't reading, here's what I would do if I was a parent these days. Every time, now kids get how many, they get a spring break, summer break, winter recess, you know, the Christmas holiday. I would make my kid read one book every time they had a week off from school. I, I mean, if you can't read the Red Badge of Courage in three days, you know, or Tom Sawyer in, in, in three days. I would make all my kids read a book if they were in public school because they're not going to get that assignment. Any, any reaction or thoughts? Well, not War and Peace, I'll say that. No, no, not War and Peace, but... Yeah, yeah, well, Lord of the Flies, that's a quickie. And by the way, yep. you'll learn a lot. Like you were saying, if you want to see how people, when you strip away civilization, how they are toward each other, Lord of the Flies mm -hmm. is a textbook. Yeah, and it's all about the human condition, and, and you know, and so, again, I, th I think my, I, I've, I've come to understand and appreciate the human condition, um, and, you know, even the grapes of, you know, even the grapes of wrath, you know, about, you know, the, uh, the depression and, you know, traveling cross country and, and of mice and men, you know, the difference between your rich and poor, uh, it's just, it's missing from our educational system today, and if you are a parent um, and you understand that, I would urge you to do something about it because you have the power to enrich your children's lives. Okay, well, that's a perfect lead-in to break here because we're going to be talking about chess, and that is something people can do for their kids, or especially even if there are kids in your family you know that you know of, maybe help your brother or sister move this way. Here we go, Joe. Uh, chess, if you're tired of the public schools systems, agenda. Join Chess. That's Colorado Heritage Education School System, where you can direct and customize your child's education. Visit coloradoheritage.org to schedule a meeting with the principal. Whether you're a homeschooling family in northern Colorado or you are thinking about homeschooling for the first time, Colorado Heritage Education School System, Chess, has over 30 years of experience coming alongside homeschooling families. Chess offers a variety of classes from K-12 through to supplement your home curriculum, all of which are taught from a conservative, biblical perspective. Colorado Heritage respects your conservative Christian values and stands against the woke agenda being pushed in government-run schools. Chess teachers are dedicated, committed Christians who are also homeschooling veterans. We care about your student and their academic success, as well as their spiritual growth. Our diploma program for high school students helps prepare students for college, trade schools, and for life. Chess offers scholarships to qualifying families. If you are tired of the public school system's agenda, join Chess where you can use your freedom to direct and control and customize your child's education. Visit coloradoheritage.org to schedule a meeting with the principal. You're nervous about selling your home because you don't know what you're up against. Cat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions get you up to speed on your competition. As your realtors, they'll drive you around the neighborhood so you can fully understand the competing properties in your area. K&R also actively monitor your competition using the NMLS, and they can even give you daily updates on any changes. Sometimes you'll even tour listings that are similar to yours, so you can see the differences in how updated the home is, the size of the yard, the floor plan, and other perks that may give you the upper hand for your listing. 
Get to feeling confident about selling your home with Cat and Robin. They know how to take the emotions out of stressful situations. Get two experts for the price of one and take advantage of your free consultation with K&R Home Transitions now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. Winter is brutally hard on your vehicle. Extreme driving conditions happen every winter, and from maintenance to emergency repairs, you need a shop that you can count on. Colorado winters are hard on all the components of your car, especially with the fluctuating temperatures. So you want an expert diagnosing your vehicle. Extreme Auto has six master mechanics all dedicated to properly evaluating any issues and getting your vehicle repaired correctly, quickly, and without anything you do not need. They also offer their customers both towing services and free loaner options, so you always have a vehicle to use and a way to get around. Whether you need regular maintenance or have an urgent need, you can trust Extreme Auto to get you back on the road. For the right maintenance and repairs to prevent serious issues with your vehicle, call Extreme Auto Repair this winter for service that you can rely on at klzradio.com extreme. Set up an appointment today. Call 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Maximize the full potential of your nest egg. Discover what a meaningful retirement means to you with a fresh look at your retirement plan from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al will help you explore what's important to you in retirement. By understanding what you're going to spend your time doing, Al can create a projection of where your finances are now and where they need to be. Establish your priorities for retirement that feels purposeful to you. By tailoring your plan to accommodate what matters most to you, have confidence in the longevity of your nest egg now with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. That way, when you finally crack your nest egg open, you can use it to lead to the fulfilling retirement you choose. Call now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC-registered advisor. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Hey, Joe, wait a second. We're going to go to Dan in Blackhawk. Dan, how you doing? Doing good. Is Joe on, too? Yeah, well, we'll or not? Joe can wait a moment. You go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, I was, uh, Joe, so we homeschooled our kids, and we started off um, with books like uh, Chronicles of Narnia. We read it to the kids when they were little before they started reading and then uh, as we progressed, so my son read Lord of the Rings when he was 10. He read the series three times in The Hobbit. And then we progressed to The Count of Monte Cristo, uh, which is a thousand-page novel. Boy, Dan, you're just an abusive of, parent. I don't know about this. No, no, our kids, I mean, this was part of their homeschool education. And I, they had to do reports on it. I think it's and great. We also, we also did um, Pilgrim's Progress. 
Um, so that, but our kids have a love for reading. And it all started when, when uh, our kids were newborns. My wife started reading to them. Even, I mean, our, I have videos of her reading to our, our daughter within a week of her being born. And um, they are, all of them are just, they're, they're smart as all get out. But the, the, the reading provides so much more to our kids. So I don't know, as a society, we need to get, get back to reading and I mean, people are like, "Why are you reading to a newborn? They don't, they don't understand anything." But you're pronouncing words, and they're hearing that, and they're starting to get develop those skills, even when they're a newborn. So, uh, reading books is great. All those books that uh, that uh, Joe mentioned, and then um, you know, I, in high school, I didn't have a good good uh, good literature program at my high school, but I started picking up reading, and, and those books I enjoyed reading that Joe had talked about. So, so Joe, what do you I think? Have. Joe, what do you think? Is Dan a good parent, or should the government seize his kids? <laughs> Obviously, Dan, Dan is a fantastic parent, and he should be the model. So anybody else listening who isn't making sure that your kids are getting uh, exposed to literature, do what Dan does. Even if your kids are going to public school, make them read a book on their on when they get their weeks week recess. Make them read a book. They'll they'll thank you for it when they're older. Dan, that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for chiming in. You take care. Okay. Joe, what do you got next? Well, we only got a couple of minutes. You yep. know, uh, uh, Tanner, I do a, a weekly podcast. I call it the Jersey Joe, the Situation Jersey Joe. And I started a new segment last week called The Stupidest Thing I Heard All Week. <laughs> and, this, and this week's winner is Joe Scarborough from MSNBC, Morning Joe. Now, we've all heard about the tragedy at the University of Michigan, the, the mass mm-hmm. shooting up there, which, by the way, convicted felon with a stolen gun, by right. the way. Um. And uh, but did you hear about the seven mass shootings we had last week? No, no. How about the seven we had the week before? No, you didn't hear about those. We hear well, nothing. Then you, well, then you need to listen to Joe Scarborough because this morning he came on and he was talking about the shooting in Michigan, and here was his quote: "We have more than one mass shooting in this country every day." That's a quote from Joe Scarborough. We have one mass shooting in this country every day. Really? Yep. First of all, um, you know, I'm angry at you because you said I need to listen to Joe Scarborough. <laughs> no, I do it so you don't have to. Thank you. Uh, by the way, by the hey, way, really quick here before you run on again. Again, how can people hear your podcast? Just go to, um, well, first of all, just it, it's on all the major, you know, Apple, Spotify. Just go to uh, The Situation with Jersey Joe, J-E-R as in Roger, Z as in zebra, J-E-R-Z-E-E, jerseyjoe.com, or go to jerseyjoe.com. Thanks, Joe. Um, and, you'll, and you'll pick it. It's a weekly podcast. It's 30 minutes. I cover five or six topics in, in every 30-minute podcast, so I don't dwell on anything. I'm not going to beat the dead horse. You're going to hear two or three minutes on this, two or three minutes on that, and you'll hear the stupidest thing I've heard all week. The other thing, by the way, uh, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren are trying to legislate against stupidity. They're trying to get the Secretary of Education to pass a rule that colleges that offer degree programs that don't result in, quote, gainful employment sufficient enough to pay back the debt students have occurred would lose federal aid. In other words, if you decide to go to a a third-rate school nobody ever heard of, borrow $60,000 to get a degree in gender studies and then wind up working in Starbucks, um, they uh, they want the Secretary of Education to deny that college 
access to federal funds because they didn't offer you a curriculum that resulted in, quote, gainful employment associated with your degree. Um, reminds me of the intro to the, to the Rush to Reason show. Remember, this is America. You have a right to be stupid. Yes. <laughs> well, well, you know, you're 18. You, you can vote. You can join the military. You can enter into legally binding contracts, and you can get married. Mm-hmm. With no, yeah. So if you want to be stupid and borrow $60,000 to get a degree in gender studies, um, why should the government get, prevent you from being stupid? I don't think that's the role of government. I think it's the role of parents. I don't think it's the role of government. Well, outlawing stupidity, it's the first time in the history of our government that two senators have literally tried to outlaw themselves. <laughs> which I think is really amazing. But you're right. People have the right to be stupid. Sir, you got about 45 seconds. Go. Well, on that note, you know, uh, one of my, I, I opened my show with a quote of the day, and one of the other quotes from a couple of weeks ago was by Admiral Hyman Rickover. He was the father of the nuclear neighbor, and he said, we have to learn from the mistakes of others because we won't live long enough to make them all ourselves. I like uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting pretty close. I've covered most of the ground. Just well, well, ask my you, wife. <laughs> um, by the way, one other one other proverb. Yes. Uh, it's talking about planning for the future. Old Hebrew proverb. If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe, we will end on that note. Jersey Joe, thanks for joining us again. We'll see you next time. My pleasure, guys. Take care. You okay. bet. And thank you, Tanner. Did you have fun today? Had a great time. Thanks for coming on. You're my sports guy. It was right after the Super Bowl. I needed you on here. Folks, that's it for today. Our number one is up next. And John is back on Thursday. We're all looking forward to that. Until then, drive safe. God bless. And thanks for joining us at Rush to Reason, KLZ 560.